0: the college football experience, Liberty flames, 2023 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by circus sports. Look, circus sports is back with their circus survivor and Circus millions contest. $14 million are up for grabs. Get all the details at CircusSports.com. And remember as always folks to let it ride.
1: Hey, what's up? You degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to S G P N let it ride baby.
0: Football experience, Liberty Flames 2023 season preview episode. You know I love to talk about the flaming libs, and here uh. we are. Look, if you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to, my name is Kobe Swinging Base Dad, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits.
2: When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke
0: and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy.
2: And you are nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night.
0: Love talking Flamin' live football, Patty C. I am super excited. This program's great. Started in nineteen seventy three. They were apart. They were originally N A I A. They bounced all around. They bented all of it. Shout out to Eric Green. Shout out to
1: Malik Willis and all
0: the greats.
1: This might be the number one rocket ship of a program in UCF all of college. UCF for them, football. right? Yeah. UCF
0: for yeah. them, but same UCF, trajectory.
1: Yeah. UCF a couple years ahead of them, Liberty. Following that same yeah, path. But no,
0: I think UCF started behind them though.
1: Yeah. Liberty's but, been,
0: yeah, yeah. But,
1: uh, UCF's been on that championship track now for a few years. Liberty about to get on it. True.
0: Maybe. Uh, UCF's never had a head coach coach from a hospital bed. Let's go. Hello. <laughs> All right. Look, I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back. I know Liberty fans might say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, but give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well,
1: let's get it going. You know they Fame wish. And they, live football. They wish they had burritos on the sideline.
0: I love this program. It's coming along, man. It's coming along. Jamie Chadwell's coming in town. Bringing a huge strip club freeze on the way out.
1: Hey. I- Hey, to their credit, they go and they get dudes that can coach X's and O's. There's Turner Gill. Turner
0: Gill got it done. They had Danny Rocco back in the day. They got guys, buddy. And I'm excited
1: because now. Sorry, this music just keeps me going.
0: Patty, see, they're in a conference. They're finally in an FBS conference. And boy, boy, watch out because the group of five has an auto bid to the playoff. And. Uh, I think you should be super, super excited.
1: Yeah. If if you are a Liberty fan, I mean, um, when you consider that they are probably the class of this conference, almost almost without any you know argument there, um, and what they've done in recent history, their NIL collective, everything. You know, I, I hit up uh, Chad Hassan, or
0: I think it's Hassan, I believe, uh, a friend of ours that's been on the show before. This big Liberty Fl- uh, Flames fan and he uh was telling me like he loves the factor in a conference I was curious if they'd rather be independent or not but you know and he's I think he got, got a good point that like going forward with that auto bid there Jamie Chadwell the way they spend money I think
1: I think it could be a rising star you know this this could be in a this could be a power conference team in a few years let's I mean yes definitely if they if they, if if expansion happens and they are having 10 win seasons. Routinely for a few years, yeah. they're going to be in a conversation. I don't know if the Big Twelve would come calling, but you know, maybe some kind of East Coast Mountain West level yeah, conference. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, maybe the AAC will AAC come. Maybe shit, be. the Sun belt. I mean, the way that I mean, maybe they, maybe the, the ACC. I don't know. Maybe there's life
1: after. I you mean, know. right now they are a program that deserves to be in either the ACC or the Sun belt If they wanted to, be. I feel like they're actually kind of lowballing themselves by. Joining the current conference USA. No, because they have a group of five bid and they're going to go undefeated and make the playoffs yeah. all the time, maybe they're probably. just smart conference USA. Let's, let's run a little comparison here on where you think they stand whether above or below these programs, both right now. And in terms of long-term trajectory uh, FIU better. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville state. Better, but that's a good FCS. Yeah. Right? That's coming up to the FPS. Yeah, they're making moves. Louisiana Tech. Better. Middle Tennessee.
0: Better. But Middle Tennessee did beat Miami at Miami last year. It's a nice win. Nice feather. They beat Missouri at Missouri. Conference USA cap there.
1: New Mexico State. Better. Better. Sam Houston. Better. Uh, Utah. Better. And Western Kentucky. Better, but Western's been good for a while. But um, either way, they are. And, and Kennesaw is coming next year. From so, a program standpoint, they're clearly the class of this conference. Now, that is probably going to. The fact that the conference is probably the weakest conference in college football, maybe the yeah. Mac is. In Until
0: that. Liberty starts winning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are definitely the best. <laughs> the Mac doesn't
0: have a Liberty. Yeah. Like the Macs. I mean, the Mac's better right now. Yeah. But you can talk me into the fact that CUSA, Jerry Kill's building up. Uh, New Mexico State, if McIntyre can get any type of traction at FIU, which is an if because yep. FIU's program, but they have a big enrollment.
1: Look, the Sunbelt was shit a few years ago yeah.
0: and here they are one uh, of the uh, best. Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee are like bold teams often. Yeah. So like they're they're two solid teams. If New Mexico State can come up, who knows with uh with Sam Houston. I mean who yeah. Jacksonville State, like this could be a lot better, especially when you add in Rich Rodriguez, yeah, you add in Jerry two, kill.
1: This might look different.
0: I'm excited to talk about it. And what do you make of the Jamie Chadwell higher fantasy before we get to uh, all this stuff, Jamie Chadwell, you know, did a great job at, uh, and he, you know, he kind of turned down Georgia tech for this. I mean, you know, uh this is a guy who everywhere he's been. Go back to his run at North Greenville, twenty-two and fourteen. He opened up year one, two and eight, then nine and three, then eleven and three in the D two race. That's a
1: pretty fast uh, transition, right there.
0: Yeah. Then he went to Delta State, but only for a year, so we didn't really get a, a full. Because uh, then he got the Charleston Southern gig, and Charleston Southern, he goes ten and three, eight and four, ten and three, seven and four, and then he gets the Carol- Coastal Carolina job, uh, and he goes three and nine as an interim. Then in 18 it was it was Joe Mowgli again. So then 19 he starts off his own tenure there. 5 and 7, then 11 and 1, 11 and 2 and 9 and 3 a season ago Patty C 39 and 22. Overall he's 99 and 57 as a head coach in college football. Uh it's pretty big get for for the Louisville, I mean for the Louisville, for the uh Liberty Flames there. Um what do you what do you make of him? got
1: to agree. I mean um offensively cutting edge. You know, he's the guy. He's pretty much the guy that's combining. You know, you got your your uh, your read option stuff, inside zone, outside zone, and 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 play action off of that with the triple option elements, and that's what the pistol provides you. It allows your quarterback to stay uh, with a fullback and a tailback behind him, so you can run that triple option stuff, um, or you can also run a read option um, off of that in pistol, and then so look, it's just a, a concept that a lot of teams, uh, it, it prevents such a multiple and varied look that a lot of defenses struggle with it. Haven't yeah. been able to figure it out yet. Yeah.
0: And that's why it's going to be fascinating to watch him with some of the talent. And also, like I said, the, the NIL collective and the fact that Liberty could be a sleeping giant uh, folks, before we get to, uh, we're going to talk about the Liberty offense, defense, special teams, uh, transfer portal and go game by game on the schedule and, and project how they'll do in 20 in, in, in 2023. So, before we do all that though, I want to tell you that the Liberty Flames 2023 season preview is brought to you by Circa Sports. Yes, yeah, Circa Millions and the Circa Survivor are back. And 14 million dollars in guaranteed prizes are up for grabs. Circa Millions uh has you how that works is you just do 5 NFL picks ATS each week against the scr- uh against the spread and you know, winner take all at the end of the year. So you have that, you have circus survivor, just pick a different money line winner each and every week. Uh, can't pick the same team twice. If you've ever played survivor, that's how that works. Uh, you can enter in Vegas, play from anywhere. Sports gambling podcast crew will be out there last weekend in August. So feel free to hit us up. If you're, if you're going to be out there, then uh, circus sports.com for all the details. Once again, circus sports.com, what would you do with $14 million? It's a good question. It's a good question, folks. Check it out. Circus for all the details. All right. We are back on the college football experience. Flamin libs uh, 2023 season preview, Patty C uh, the transfer portal kind of bonkers these days. So uh, you know, five, five, six years ago we were doing this. Yeah. You mentioned one name now, yeah. now it's like, oh my God, buckle up. You got to talk about it. You can't just escape it. Um Unless you're like Army, Navy, or, or Air Force, or, or somehow Clemson, uh, they're, they're the
1: only schools that don't believe in the portal.
0: Yeah, um, uh,
1: Liberty probably the last school. They, they are yeah. they are a portal friendly program. Very. I, I mean, think. Malik
0: Willis obviously uh, yep. you know came over from Auburn. So let's get into it because departing is cornerback Antoine Jackson. He's in the portal. Uh, hasn't landed anywhere yet, but uh, they did lose defensive end Christian Zachary to Southern, the Jaguars. Uh, also, this was a big loss here at the defensive end spot. Steven sings to Auburn following huge strip club mm. freeze down there. Um, mm-hmm. Safety. Tim Kutris uh, is in the portal. Haven't found a home yet. Running back day, Davion Hunter day day Hunter. He was previously at Hawaii. He hasn't found a home yet, but he's in the portal. Our I'm church, sure he will leading Roger
1: 854 yeah, yards. I'm
0: sure he will. He's a good player. Uh, Great name by
1: the way. Yeah. Very Day-Day. good name.
0: Very good name. They lost offensive lineman Reggie Young, the second to the Colorado Buffaloes, and Deion Sanders. Uh, they also lost safety Robert Rahimi. He's still in the portal. Um,
1: they lost cornerback Chris. Five Ma- interceptions for Rahimi, Ooh. leading the team. That's a tough one. Ooh. These dudes aren't even landing anywhere, and Not they're just yet. sitting in the portal Not yet, man. Uh
0: cornerback Chris Meginson. To SMU. Well, not yet, from what I can tell. You got to remember these sites sometimes load late.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, Chris Chris Megason, cornerback, he goes to SMU. Uh, also a big loss. Yeah, big loss there. And then defensive lineman Dre Butler goes to Mel Tucker and Michigan State. Um, cornerback Jacob Bodden. Also, I'm sorry. Offensive lineman Jacob Bodden in the portal as well. Hasn't found a home yet. Amad Walker at the linebacker spot. He goes to SMU, the Mustangs. Mustangs are buying some players. Yeah. They, that's like one NIL collective that might be able to 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 outdo Liberty. Yeah, in, in the group. Well, of they're, five. they're like
1: the same team. Yeah, uh, yeah. Liberty yeah. is SMU East. Yeah. Uh, I want
0: that rivalry. I want that rivalry. Let's make that happen. SMU yeah, yeah, Liberty.
1: That, that's fun. That's fun. Ahmad Walker, third on the team with 63 tackles and uh, four sacks as well. Another loss. Well, wide receiver Javion Lofton. I, I, I'm. I'm wondering if there's any relation to
0: James. Uh, he's in the portal. Mike Smith at linebacker. Patty C. This was a big get by uh, Dave Aranda and Baylor. I heard Aranda talk about him. Leading tackler. Yeah. Big get. 85 for- tackles on the year. And then tight end uh, Tegan Martin, Tegan Martin, I think it is. Uh, he goes to South Florida. Um, this team
1: got annihilated in the portal. It sounds w- like.
0: Well, let me tell you what they got. But perhaps um, they bring in Victor Jones Jr. from the Nebraska Cornhuskers at a wide receiver. They bring in offensive ta- offense tackle Jack Tucker from the Texas Tech Red Raiders they bring in Patty C uh, North Carolina linebacker, Bryson Jennings. So three power, five guys just like that. They also bring in cornerback, Joshua Wiggins from Colorado. So four power five guys. Now uh, they also bring in defensive end. Gray Carroll from Georgia tech five power five offensive, nice. offensive tackle Xavier gray from Akron comes in. Uh, then you have linebacker Chike Nwanku from Abilene Christian coming in. Uh wide receiver Errol Rogers from Louisiana the Raging Cajuns comes in. Quarterback Trey Lowe the third, This guy started a lot of uh, decent amount of games at Southern Miss. He transfers in oh, Wake Forest running That's back That's
1: huge because their quarterback position I think it's questionable. Could be. Could
0: be. Uh, running back Quentin Cooley comes in from uh Wake Forest. Wake Forest has had a great track record of running backs. Yes, they have. In the portal uh, and going to other programs. West Virginia offensive lineman Jordan White transfers in. And then you have uh, Arkansas running back James Jointer transferring in. And West Virginia wide receiver Reese White transferring in. And I think that is it. Once again, this always changes. So if we missed a couple, I don't know. Um, Patty C. What do you make of the Flame and Libs in the portal? You still say they lost, right? I mean, three of your top yeah. 6 tacklers transferred out. Yeah, I think you got to say they lost. Unless unless Low ends up like starting, which I don't think he's going to start, but he's got starts. They got a little depth at the quarterback spot. You Freeze must have been beloved. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a likeable fella. He coached from the hospital, Ben. He's a likeable fellow by a lap dance anytime, Patty. <laughs> That's Steve. right. <laughs>
1: Uh, look the the uh, I wanna say I wanna understand how the the good folks in uh what Roanoke uh Lynchburg Lynchburg yeah. uh can reconcile, <laughs> you know, and I think they do love that about him though. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean uh, uh, sure. strip club Saturday night, church on Sunday. Let's go. That's uh, not that's standard, right? It's uh, old like, school southern style. Let's go.
0: Seventieth in scoring offense a season ago. Once again, this is under Hugh Freeze. I don't know how relevant these numbers are. Uh but Rushing offense 50th, passing offense 87th, total offense 65th. Patty C. Defense, uh, well, we'll get to the defense, but uh, okay, so we got that. The offense has a lot of question marks, um, but Jamie Chadwell's Jamie Chadwell, you know, like there's a reason he was sought after. Everyone, w- a lot of schools wanted to get him. They bring back five starters that have actually started games. It looks like it's going to be a uh, Caden Salter at the quarterback spot now. Jonathan Bennett also got some starts, and they also have Trey Love, they have three guys. That are, are, it sounds like a derby
1: they got depth
0: though they got depth if, yeah. if something happens here two thousand
1: yard passers returning and uh and you said what the other guy they brought in had Trey
0: low started at, at southern miss and, and you know he's he's a mobile quarterback so maybe
1: Chadwell wanted to get some of that going I'm not sure but they might be I mean assuming Trey low if he started there uh I gotta pull those stats up assuming he had a thousand passing yards how many teams have three quarterbacks I mean, with a <laughs> thousand passing yards on there he got injured early though. Nine hundred fifty-four, just oh, short of a thousand. Yeah, seven games last year he started. Uh,
0: well, the running back spot should be interesting because Quentin Cooley from Wake Forest has been flashing in spring. I kind of thought James Joiner would start. It looks like it's going to be Quentin Cooley. They also brought in Colorado transfer Victor Van at the running back spot and Duquesne transfer
1: Billy Lucas. So they they have four backs. Did a little trade with Prime Time. You yeah. take our O line, we take your running back. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that wasn't part of the Louis that uh, yeah that was not the Louis apparently the, the O line was not the Louis the the defensive backs were the Louis <laughs>
0: uh but then you have uh Vic Von Blue at the or uh, the wide receiver spot they return uh Noah Firth or Frith I'm sorry Noah Frith breaking in uh CJ Daniels coming in
1: Frith good for twenty five receptions last year. It's decent. Was that? Second on the team. Yeah. Nice
0: little tight end production. And then they got Von Blue, a freshman. They're excited about the slot spot. Actually and then,
1: Frith a wide receiver. Sorry.
0: And then and then Reese Smith coming in from from Dub V. I mean, I don't know about the receivers. They're all Noah Frith is is the one that started a year ago. Yeah. Uh tight end. They're bringing in a brand new tight end. I've seen Bentley Hanshaw, but Austin Henderson also could be in the mix there. They did bring in also Jacob Jenkins from coastal Carolina coming with coach, uh, offensive line, Patty C I am seeing three of five back. So really your quarterback who started games before frith and three offensive linemen that, you know, uh, Zelleva Galdon or Gadlin, uh, at the left tackle spot, he played some at Tulsa and, uh, center jordan white got he played 11 games at west virginia um it's nice that's nice uh transfer experience coming in and you bring back right guard brendan schlitter and uh schlitter was a second team all independent a year ago all right i'm kind of sold that the offense is probably better than what i thought coming into it now i have the wide receiver spot I have, I have
1: no i have no idea it's really hard to tell yeah i would say the wide receiver spot leading receiver returning receiver 25 yards not a whole lot else Yeah. Uh, proven quarterback spot. The offense seems a little bit lackluster uh, in terms of talent at Um, least. And
0: and by the way, uh, the, the offense um, is he's got co-offensive coordinators in Willie corn
1: and newland Isaac
0: both coming in from coastal Carolina.
1: I do like that. I do like that. He brought in staff that had been, has been with him for a long time. That will probably accelerate the uh, ascension of the learning curve pretty considerably real quick, right. Tackle Xavier Gatlin. You mentioned. Uh, Yeah. I'm seeing left tackle here though. Okay. yeah. Let's just, I just want to point out the first three letters of of his name are X apostrophe Z. I don't know if apostrophe is a letter, but uh <laughs> it's a great name. It's it's on the name the name of the year list. It is. It yeah. is Gi-
0: since uh Ginoris Johnson <laughs> yeah. got, uh, graduated. That's right. right. Um, He's our new Ginorius. The defense side of the ball, season ago, once again, I don't know how how important these numbers are because it's a brand new defense, brand new offense. Uh but fifty-second in scoring defense, rush defense 59th ninth pass defense twenty-fifth, and total defense thirty-fifth. Pretty good defense a season ago down there with the flames. Um damn good defense. Yeah. Da-
1: damn good defense. We, but a lot of the pieces missing. Yeah. We, we just we, did the Louisville preview and uh, I, I, I look, they're like first in the nation in tackles for loss Liberty and third in the nation in sacks. But just like Louisville, all their sack uh, statistics are gone. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it, it makes it a little hard to, uh, to forecast, but
0: uh, they doing the code DC thing too. Skylar McGee. Uh,
1: is is the co DC I believe so. Yeah, along with uh, New, no, Newland Isaac is the uh, OC. Skylar McGee, I'm showing as oh, he's the main DC, right? Yeah, uh, look at that. We got yeah. a coach that's yeah. willing to name one single coordinator on one side of the ball.
0: I'm seeing three starters back from a season ago, Patty C. Uh, or and that is Kendy Charles at the defensive tackle spot. Yep, he was a uh, first team independent last year, Patty C. <laughs> Uh then uh well when I say three guys, three guys that have started games, uh strong safety, Quentin Reese is back. Uh and then they brought in uh Kobe Singleton, who started at Southern Utah, the Thunderbirds in the FCS
1: ranks. Uh Kennedy Charles, five and a half six. Uh Reese, Quentin Reese, like you said, five tackles for loss from the safety position. Pretty impressive, damn impressive. And the uh the cornerback was uh Singleton. Yeah, uh, no, he was on Southern Utah. Oh last no, no, year, no. Who was right? the uh, one of these guys? I, I feel like they returned one of their. They, leading they
0: have a lot more transfers than I think we noted, but um, the information always hard to come by. But yeah. uh, look, defensive line. I'm seeing the C.J. Brazil. Brazil, I'm sorry, at the uh, defensive end spot. The the tackles are going to be K- uh, Ken Charles. Obviously, he's a stud, and then Jay Hardy, who came over from Auburn. Um, in the linebacking core breaking in a brand new linebacking core. Brandon Bishop is the name to I think Circle Senior. He's he was a transfer from Louisiana in the Sun Belt. They also have Tyron Dupree and Jerome Jerome Jolly uh and TJ Bush. Um those guys all kind of inexperienced though. Um, Dupree four sacks, a couple maybe oh. you see
1: Bryson Jennings in there from UNC. Trying trying to forecast it all. There's some talent that's coming back, but it's not an absolutely loaded like returning.
0: Yeah, secondary's got question marks as we alluded to. Singleton and Reese have starting experience, but the rest don't. Um, Kicker Nick Brown is back, and punter Max Morgan is a new face at the punting position. Although Nick Brown apparently did suck last year. Uh, Eleven of nineteen is not great, but long of forty nine and only one missed extra point. Patty C. Yeah
1: reliable from up close. Uh
0: there we go. So what do you make of this whole team? It's hard to get a gauge on on uh, these these teams with these new coaches. College football, 2023, this was not the case 3 years ago. Yeah, 4 years ago, 5 years ago when we were doing these previews, man, it you was You knew
1: what you were getting for the most part. Now you're just
0: like, man, I got it's it's very hard to tell. But
1: Well, let's talk about last year a little bit. Yeah. Can we? Sure. Uh on the road a 1 point loss against Wake in a game, yeah. Did they go for two? I feel. Well, what I happened? I think they that? did go for two, and, and right? didn't get it. I think it. they
0: did. If it g- serves me correct, yeah, they it, went for two, did not get it. Wake survived, yeah. but but to be honest though, they, Liberty got very fortunate to win the season opener. We watched that Southern Miss game, and it seemed like Southern Miss had them beat, and and they they ended up uh, you know somehow winning that game in four overtimes, seven
1: and six Southern Miss. So even if it was like uh, it's it's a good win, yeah. It's not a great win, but
0: beat beat UAB. Uh, Beat Akron, even though it's closer score for so, somehow uh, down the stretch when it seemed like you know. And by the way, they beat BYU forty-one to fourteen.
1: Patty C. That's so bizarre because they squeak by Gardner Webb at home the week before BYU comes to town. Gardner
0: Webb FCS playoff team though. Okay.
1: Yeah. Watch out. Still um, a very hard team to understand. Beat and then Arkansas? beat the
0: Arkansas Razorbacks at Arkansas, and then the back-to-back away. Jim Jim Ora Junior gets them. Uh, At the wrench, uh, where everyone gets twisted, and then they should have beat Virginia Tech.
1: They they let them off the hook, and then Jerry Kill comes in and just annihilates them. Trounces them at 49 14. Two point loss in the bowl game against Toledo. This is the hardest team to understand in all of college football. (laughs) Would you say that? Very hard to see. Well, that's why I think Chadwell, knowing Chadwell's history, look, Hugh
0: Freeze is a very good coach, but at the same time, I kind of thought Ole Miss would do the same when he was at Ole Miss where they could beat Alabama but they could lose to anybody. Yeah. So I worry like Chadwell's got a better track record at, in my opinion of keeping the glue together. Yeah, beating yeah. who he's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. So, uh
1: let's see while still having the the potential to pull a big big win.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk off uh sorry, we already talked off his We're going to talk uh schedule. We're going to go game by game on the on the Flame and Lib schedule and uh, project how they'll do. Hopefully you're watching on, on youtube, youtube.com slash the college experience, subscribe there. But also remember folks, we host not only college football experience. We host the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience during the college basketball season. Uh, I will be here every single night of the season. We've been doing this shit for years and, and I love Liberty's program. Liberty's got a great, great program. So uh, excited to, to be talking Flame and Lib Basketball. Join this the grind. Yeah, with, with Richie ball. McKay and then uh and and their their program. Also the college baseball experience. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe, tell it Fred. Uh I want to tell you folks out there that the the Liberty Flames 2023 season previews brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, best ball mania is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes, Patty C underdogs. uh pick them is, is fantastic too. It's a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. And folks, let me tell you, since we've been with underdog a while during the college football season, I know Liberty and the CUSA are playing all these weekday games. You'll have great player props in with underdog fantasy that they, that they, you won't find anywhere else. It's fun. Hop on in, check it out. Uh, there's so many ways to win with Underdog, and Underdog's available in so, so many different states. Head on over to UnderdogFantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Once again, UnderdogFantasy.com promo code SGPN. righty we are back, and if you're watching on YouTube, you see the graphics here. Uh, shout out to our graphics guy Cam Kerr, great guy. Uh, doing do it doing the Lord's work here that's at, a
1: beautiful uniform they got. it there. is a nice uniform I like that uniform the wind total Patty see sitting at nine I feel like there should be like a flame of fire as their logo like get that get that get the fire emoji they should do like the uh the truck and uh
0: in, in twisted metal.
1: Yeah, what is that sweet tooth? Yeah, or like
0: you know, just put half the jersey in flame, like a fucking slim Jim. That's right. Like (laughs) fuck yeah, like Macho Man. Let's just put. Let's just wear Macho Man's outfit. No, Bam Bam Bigelow. That's the wrestler you're looking for. There we go. Got the flames all up there. (laughs) Come on. No, I like their uniform, man. And uh, and Patty, C, are you surprised at a win total at nine, considering it's Jamie Chadwell's first year and all the the transfer portal movement and the unpredictability on 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 what we just
1: went through on on the roster front? Well without a, a glance at the schedule, you know, off the top of my head, I would say no. Uh, I know the conference USA is is trash. So I think based on their recent history, cause what have they done lately recently, last five years, uh, starting in 2018, six and six under Turner Gill, then eight and five, 10 and one in the COVID year, eight and five, eight and five, I think they got it going, they got it going, but man. nine wins is hard to come by. But I think they're independent. They're like BYU. They're independent schedule. Is harder than their conference schedule is going to be.
0: Well, let's get into it because Week One, Saturday, September second on CBS Sports Network, the Bowling Green Falcons come into Lynchburg, Virginia, and Williams Stadium. Patty C. Scotty Leffler. He 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 used to coach in Virginia. He wasn't very successful at Virginia Tech, and uh, yeah. I got Liberty going to one and out. Now, I could see Bowling Green get pulling the upset because of of the fact that it's Chadwell's first game. But I just think Liberty is more talented, so I'm going to take the flame and libs to get it done. One and zero.
1: Yes, but this is a dangerous game. This is a dangerous because
0: game. Of, you want to get the teams that get Chadwell in September, I think are happy yeah. because it's it's going to take some time.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, New Mexico State beat the tar out of them last year, Patty C. They return back to back seasons to
1: Lynchburg. On that alone,
0: I, I have to go. Yeah, Aggies. I think I got to take New Mexico State, considering it's Jerry Kill year two. I will take New Mexico State in that game, but uh, one and one. Right? We got yep. a one and one. Now they head to UV Stadium. Um, this is tough. Buffalo was a bold team a season ago. This is a game right here. This, this is a 50 right? yeah. 50 game. CBS Sports Network also picking this one up. Um,
1: I'm giving them a loss here. I think it's too early in the tenure, and I think Buffalo is starting to get it rolling. I'm gonna give them a win. I feel like I might have given them a win on the Buffalo preview. But for right now, looking at it, having reviewed this schedule a little more or the the, the roster a little more closely, not as confident. So I'm giving them a loss. All right, so Patty C's got him at one and two. I'm gonna take
0: him at two and one. I just think they have a more talented roster.
1: They so, do. They do.
0: Uh back to back away though as they head down to Ricardo Silva Stadium, Patty C, to take AKA on the airport. The airport. Tar you know, no one goes into the tarmac on hangar five and gets a dub.
1: <laughs> C. Right. you seat rule as old as time? I'll meet you here. You're giving them the loss here, yeah. Well, I'm giving them a win, so we got them at two and two. You don't have to ha- give them the same record. I, I do, yeah. No, I just feel like it's back to back away. It's September, there's a loss in there two early on in this yeah. tenure. Okay,
0: then they get a bye week, which is good in September. If you have a, a brand new head coach, I would say. Then on a Thursday night on October 5th, Sam Houston state comes to town. Patty see, I will give them a win here. I
1: think they're moving to three and two Sam Houston state had a Thursday game the week before. So, you know, they still get their full week, but uh, 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 Liberty gets a week and a half. I think that benefits Liberty. So I'll give them a win there. 3 And 2
0: Now, Tuesday, October 10th, Rich Rod hosting rich Rod and Jacksonville state hosting Liberty
1: we said this was one of our low-key favorite games. Chadwell against Richard. Rich fantastic. Yeah. yeah, offense galore. Um, I don't know. This is tough, dude. The, the one problem is uh, that Jacksonville State, for as many teams as they whooped at the FCS level, the one team they played that was FBS last year whooped the tar out of them. That was Rich red year one. Yeah, they're bringing back their quarterback. Going Zion to Jacksonville Reb, yeah. State. <laughs> I'm leaning Liberty, but it's a it's a short I, I week. I think I go Liberty too, but it's man. five days between this game. Does Jacksonville State have a bye? Uh, they are going Wednesday to Thursday, whereas uh, Liberty's going Thursday or uh, Wednesday to Tuesday. Whereas Liberty's going Thursday to Tuesday. Tough point of the season for Conference USA going to these weekday uh, slates. Oh man, that, that's a hard game to to, to cap my opinion, I mean, you're you got five days to prepare, and one of those days is travel. Uh and Actually, no, and I'm one day Sunday. And it's Jacksonville State's offense.
0: Now, the only thing is, Liberty's offense kind of similar, maybe a
1: little bit, a little bit. But yeah. I feel like Jacksonville State's going to be a year ahead of them. On yeah, the, I'm going to go. I'm going to go game Gamecocks. Uh, I, I don't think, know if that's foolish or not. Me into that. Yeah.
0: Now, Stockstill Rick Stockstill NASCAR driver <laughs> coming into Williams Stadium in Lynchburg. So what we got him at? We got him at three and three then. So the yeah. the
1: total is nine, Patty C. Well, we can't have them lose again, yeah. can we?
0: The Blue Raiders and Rick Stockstill coming to town. I will take the, the Flaming libs to get this one done.
1: They're a better team and they're at home. I think that's important. Middle Tennessee is probably a, a threat, but they get a full week to prepare. I think they get it done.
0: All right, now they had this is
1: a big one here. This they is it. This is the Over
0: Smith Stadium. Yeah. The
1: push or the uh, under, really you take right.
0: on the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky and Austin Austin Reed's back at the quarterback spot.
1: West Kentucky nine and five last year. Uh beat a good South Alabama team in the bowl game. Um close loss against a good Troy team, overtime loss against an Indiana team. Okay, I'll take the still hilltopers. though. I it, still Liberty's a better program than Western Kentucky. No, I'm taking Liberty's not gonna lose both of these away games, right? They're gonna win one of these. Between Jacksonville State and yeah. uh and who was the other one? Uh, um, Western Kentucky. And Western Kentucky, probably right. But we gave them a loss in both.
0: No, I'm correcting that. Okay. They beat Western Kentucky at Western Kentucky.
1: Okay. I I'll agree with you.
0: Then they host Sonny Cumbie and La Tech. That's a win. That's a win. Then they host Old Dominion and Ricky Ronnie. That's a win. That's a win. Then they host Don Brown and UMass on November 18th. That's a win. And then they're at the Sun Bowl, November twenty fifth, two days after Thanksgiving, taking on the Miners of UTEP. Tink, tink, tink.
1: tink. tink. Gotta um, love the regional rivalry game uh, on uh, Rivalry Weekend. There, uh, <laughs> week <got> the after Thanksgiving, <laughs> UTEP versus Liberty. Yeah, that's a win. Nine and three. We're saying
0: no, and that number's fl- a flat nine. Now let me ask you this: What do you lean though? Do you lean under or over?
1: I think they're better than. Every team on the slate, but I think they're. I think I lean under because it's year one. They're prone, yeah. But I'll say this:
0: they could go twelve and zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he's got them, like w- it's hard to to judge where this roster's at with so many new faces. Yeah. But is there one team that you tell me that they're like they're from a talent level, probably better than every single team on their schedule,
1: maybe minus
0: Western Kentucky.
1: And, yeah, and they, I would say. The at Buffalo, the at Jacksonville State, the home against uh, Middle Tennessee, and the at Western Kentucky are four very tough games <laughs> that they need to come out at least, you know, one and three from. If they're but they are they could still beat all those teams, they could like, beat them all yeah, easily. They yeah. could be easily be twelve and zero. Yeah, and yeah. playing in, they won't get into the college football playoff on this schedule, but invitational, what have you. But they could find themselves in the Peach Bowl, you know, <laughs> somehow. Uh, I doubt that. I think that year one, they're good, probably going to find themselves some losses. I don't know. <laughs> this, this is really hard. I think nine and three This is
0: actually, a, I think the hardest we, how, how far we're like halfway through 133 previews. Yeah. I think one this of the is, harder ones. I think this is one of the hardest ones. Cause with, even with Dion in Colorado, like I don't know the roster, but I kind of trust Sean Lewis yeah. to get it going. And I feel like they're more talented than a year ago. This one, I don't know because they lost some key pieces defensively. It's not like Colorado and then they're they're entering conference play so they're going from this crazy schedule that they would do a
1: year ago to playing a bunch of teams that are kind of average. Um look, you know what I'm going to do? Yeah? I don't know, 8 and 4 seems more likely than 10 and 2. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I am on the under, but fuck, the I don't under. feel good about this
1: one. But they could go 12 and out. The staff continuity, bringing back coordinator bringing in coordinators you've had years and years of experience with. That really could accelerate the the curve, and, and from a talent perspective, like we said, they're better than all these teams except New Mexico State, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have
0: thought that? Whooped their ass a year ago, but no, I I, I, I find it fascinating. Good. I don't feel good at all about this play. This is probably the, the the play I trust the least out of all of them. I'll take the under. I'll say eight and four. Still a good first season for Chadwell, and I think it's a very very bright future for Liberty. Yeah, but fine. I t- I actually think they're gonna be nine and three. Yeah. I going to be nine and three, but I, if there's one team that I could be wrong on, I think it's this
1: fucking team. Cause they could go 12 and L they could also go six. Can you build me a case that they go six and six, Petty? you Uh New Mexico state, get some Buffalo, get some Jacksonville state, get some middle Tennessee, get some uh, Western Kentucky, get some and then Utah or something in the, Or old, Dominion. Yeah. not really seven and five. I see as the, the, yeah, the, the floor. floor folks, we're both on the
0: under but this is, this one is hard. This is like, this is, this is why this job is getting harder and harder for, for us idiots over here e- each and every year <laughs> it was hard enough the, as
1: is trying yeah. to use our two brain cells combined to generate a <laughs> thought for you guys, but now all the information is jumbled up.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's tricky. So look, uh, before we get out of here, I got a chance to sit down with one Michael Barker, AKA college football campus to, to talk about his experiences down to Lynchburg to Williams stadium. So with no further ado, here is that interview joining us on the college football experience, Liberty flames, 2023 season preview episode is none other than Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour. Uh, Yes. At CFB campus tour on Twitter, Michael does amazing work over there. He's been to every single college football stadium in the FBS and he documents it. Also give him a follow. How are you doing Michael and appreciate you hopping on the show to talk about, the Liberty Flames.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me, Colby. Uh, this is a very unique, interesting program, and I'm excited to talk about their stadium, Williams Stadium. Yeah,
0: I mean, this program's on the come up as far as, uh, you know, the history. I remember tight Eric Green from the Pittsburgh Steelers back in the day played for Liberty and I remember the trading card back in the eighties because it looked like it was like he took it on like a, he was, he's wearing a uniform that looked like it was from a field that I was playing on. Uh, and really that's just, they were D three at the time. And now, and now, boom, you look at them now they're in the FBS and just joined the conference USA. Uh, tell me about uh, the history of Williams stadium and, 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 you know, your experiences there.
2: So it's interesting. Cause you know, UCF has been on the fast track, and they just got the P5 invite to the Big 12, and they started play in 1979. Well, Liberty is on a similar track. They started play in 1973 as an NAIA independent. They went to D2 in 1981. They went to FCS in 1988, and FBS in 2018. Uh, they were independent, and now they're in the Conference USA. So they're on the fast track. Probably going to be a P5 in the next 10 or 15 years, and. Part of the reason for that is the facilities. Williams Stadium is one of the nicest G5 stadiums out there. When it was built, it only had 12,000 seats, but it's been doubled to 25,000 now. In 2009, they spent $58 million in upgrades. New field house, video board, press tower. And they just continue to dump money in there. Doesn't seem to be an issue. And um, it's, like I said, it's one of the best looking G5 stadiums in the country.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the photos right now. It looks awesome. I also see that they got a pregame ritual. I guess where some guy breathes fire. That's pretty cool.
2: Uh, how many times have you been there? So I've been there a couple of times, but once for a game. I went there in 2019, and it was uh, it was against New Mexico State. And at the time, both schools were having difficulties scheduling games, so they actually played a home and home that year. Uh, the first matchup, uh, Liberty won in. Uh, Las Cruces. And then this one, uh, New Mexico state, they beat 20 to 13. And to be honest with you, it was an ugly game. Uh, it wasn't, you know, that it was a battle, but nothing, you know, not like 500 yards passing or 200, 250 yards rushing, but, uh, it was a good experience to go there. Uh, since then the program has improved a lot. You know, we're talking about Malik Willis starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. He was there a year or two after I went. So, um, I have over the years, I've gone to four Coastal Carolina games in the last four years, and I've made some friends with some of the guys on the coaching staff, and they're at Liberty now, and they have these Conference USA weeknight games. They're in the the mold of the match, and so uh, October 5th, they play a Wednesday night game, and I'm going to be there, so I'm excited to get a better experience at Williams Stadium and you know reconnect with some of those guys from Coastal that I know.
0: Yeah, and they—I do enjoy the fact that they have a passionate fan base. To me, like coming up the way they did, and and having that fan base, pretty awesome. I know basketball games too; they get pretty lit. That crowd down there does. So, in your experience, that New Mexico State game was it? Was it? uh, Was it a good fan turnout?
2: Yeah, they're uh, really—they're really excited about their program. They have a ton of pride. You know, they've taken a unique path towards where they're at now so it's not like you know they can see themselves in the mirror when they look at old dominion or they look at jmu other uh you know fbs but not p5 programs in the same state they've carved their way through each level and i think these people are not only invested in the program they put their money into it and they want to see you know it's also a great place to go and not that big of a town on a saturday and hang out and get together with friends and family so It's it's definitely a place that people should check out. It might be underrated um, as far as where it is on the football college football landscape, but I think it's a destination that people should check out.
0: There we go, folks. See, that is why you should follow Michael Barker. Educational. Look, uh, honestly, like the uh, the Twitter account you, you, you do their CFB campus tour folks. If you're not watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, by the way, but uh, no, uh, you know, I, I really enjoy your page, man, because you, you, you do uh, all the games you go to, you document it very well. And then also you, you do all these historical shots. You know, I, I, I forget if it was Folsom field. You posted the other day and showed it, you know, it's original, original uh, shot, you know, back when it was first built and you know, it's just a cool follow, man. So I love the work you do, Michael, and I appreciate you hopping on to talk about William Stadium.
2: Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And, you know, I'm invested in stadiums, and it's cool to be able to share that knowledge with people on Twitter. So thank you for having me again.
0: Anytime, anytime, brother. All right. That was Michael Barker. Patty said, We got to get to William Stadium for a game.
1: I want to see this stadium. I'm looking at pictures while he's talking there. and. Uh, some of the uh, model pictures look like they were going to do like a, a multi level terrace in one end zone as opposed to like a straight hill design that a lot of teams do, you know, which is typical of like old school teams that, you know, you have that classic kind of grass hill that was there like in yeah. 1920.
0: But I, but I dig, they kind of have like the cathedral look to a, a certain side of that.
1: Yeah, no, it's, I mean, yeah. it's a beautiful, gorgeous stadium. I don't even know if they did that terrace thing. I think. On one side, they just kind of did the USC thing, which is like a. Yeah, that looks cool. They covered it, you know. I don't know if it's in use. But anyway, I want to see this stadium in action because they did $258 million is not a small <laughs> chunk of change. Yeah. Where, where is that money coming from? Uh, this huge strip club freeze. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, Evangelical Christians apparently. Will throw. I mean, they like football. More a lot too. of money at this. Let's thing. go. This right? is like. Uh, who, who's I'm not going to be
0: the Pac-12 and say I'm going to shake a stick at them just because yeah. they think differently? That's right. All right. I, I want to see the B- BYU's in in the uh, in the Power Five. Yeah. I want to see the the
1: Flame and Libs in the Power Five. You know, the ACC would never go for it. The only chance they would have is the Big Twelve. The Big Dude. Twelve is the. You know what? The Big Twelve. The Big Twelve is like the Fiesta Bowl of old. It's like all these other conferences are stuck in their like stiff, you know, traditions and their and their whatever like thought processes, and then there has to be one entity out there that is willing to so go. So you're
0: saying they grab Notre Dame? They already have BYU. What if they get Liberty?
1: They got SMU, TCU. Oh God, like, that's perfect. It's kind of cool. <laughs> that's perfect. It could, and then all yeah. of a sudden they got like the best team in the country every year. Big Twelve. Liberty is on the radar. They should be. <laughs> Let's go, folks.
0: I'm on the under. Patty C's on the under, but thinks bright days are ahead, and we're not even that confident on the under. We just think, gun to my head here, I think we got to take the under at eight and four is more likely than ten and two. Patty C said that,
1: but Chadwell's going to have this thing going soon. Yeah, Yeah. this is a question that we we were thinking about earlier. I mean, let's just have this conversation now. Sure, Chadwell or uh, Freeze X's nose wise. I think Chadwell's a better coach. I think Chell was a better coach. I think he's a better coach. So I think they improved there, but I
0: don't know that it will show this year. Yeah, you know what I mean. So bold statement.
1: Yeah. few Freeze has beaten Saban a few times. Patty, still, may ask you this: fifteen years from now, yeah,
0: where will Liberty be? Will they be in the Conference USA? No, I
1: don't think so either. Unless the Conference USA is a power conference, uh, but <laughs> this program. Uh, Schools—they got too much money. They're, they're going to be successful. They're going to be in the playoffs, dude. Yeah, they I, are
0: going to be in the college football playoffs. Not
1: dude. only that, they're when they go to the twelve-team thing, this is going to happen. On the Atlantic Coast, there's nothing like them. I'm going to make a prediction. Yeah, they
0: will be in the first. I'm going to say the first five years of the college football playoff. You know how we get the? They're going to be in there one at least one time. Oh, wow.
1: Let's go. There it is. That is a bold prediction. Let's go. Let's go. You heard it
0: from COVID Damp first. Let's go. And, and and hopefully they win some games. All right, folks, Let's go. subscribe to the college football experience. Cause we do this all year. We talk college football, even in the off season, every single week, every single day, subscribe to the college football experiences. We break down all 133 college football teams. We do this each and every year, folks with a solo podcast, reaching every team in the land. And like I alluded to. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, wherever podcasts are, are, are found. Subscribe. Also the FCS college football experience. Subscribe. Also the college basketball experience, Liberty fans. What are you doing? Get over there. Subscribe college baseball experience. Subscribe the big 12 experience. S- uh, subscribe. subscribe. We got it all. We got thing. it all. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe. We are part of the sports League podcast. So uh, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. You get tons of, tons of articles. I just shared a conference USA preview today. Not and I didn't write it. We have other writers there, so share that thing, uh, or or check it out. I should say, get the SGPN app and then come talk. Look, there's so many things that we talk about in our Discord channel, sports related or just not sports related. Um, but we have a cool community of fans. I think you guys will dig it, or girls, whoever out there in the universe, aliens, whatever, <laughs> Sam Cassell. Um, but uh, you know, I think I Liberty plays a ton of those weekday games. Well, we, we, we the, when the games are happening, the Discord is flying away. There's a college football channel. There's a college basketball channel. Get
1: on over there and check it out. And Spor- this is one of the most fun teams to
0: yes. talk about. Yes, Sports gambling slash Discord. You will enjoy it, folks. This is the college football experience, Liberty Flame style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.
1: Ride,